Has anyone um, has anyone talked about all that by Carly Rae Jepsen? No. Has anyone talked about any Carly Rae Jepsen? Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Repeater. My name is Evan. And I'm Pat. And today we are joined by the hilarious and mm. handsome Michael Stevens. Oh, thank you. Hello. Hello. Michael, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, Michael is an actor and a humorous person oh. in New York City. Oh. Um, just Does a teller it all. Of, a teller of tales. Oof. I, you got it. That's my brand. <laughs> That's me. It's a solid brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if uh, you're new to the show, Repeater, we're talking to people about songs that mean a lot to them. And this season, we're talking to people specifically about a song that got them through the last year. But before we get into the past, mm. let's talk about some music we've been listening to recently. Um, so I, on the way here, found a playlist from a radio station. I think they're a radio station in Ireland called Nialer 9. Uh, it's St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. So they put oh. out a pl- big playlist of like new and modern Irish music. Uh, so I was curious about what that sounded like. Um, and there's this track on the playlist by an artist called Jafaris and it's called time. And it like completely surprised me for what I, what I, what my expectations of Irish music mm-hmm. are. Uh, and it's kind of a cool hip hop kind of funky yeah feels like a bright warm summery song uh so leaps and bounds away from the fiddles that right. i was assuming were gonna be all over the place in this oh, cool yeah cool. it's a cool playlist yeah 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 we are recording this on all patrick's eve um <laughs> so, which is an appropriate time to be listening to some irish music yeah, yeah. um that's cool i'll have to check that out because that sounds like yeah also not what i would expect yeah it's I think I got maybe like five tracks into this hundred plus song uh, playlist, but um, yeah, it's like a nice diverse and like wide ranging playlist of cool new and modern things. So check it out. Um, A song that I've been listening to recently is uh, by this artist Samus. Uh, Hmm. It's called 1080p and it's uh, she's a, she's a rapper and it's, just like I, I've never heard of her before, before, but she's great. She's got like a cool kind of like nasally voice, kind of fun flow. Yeah. And uh, I guess sort of as the title uh, alludes to, it's sort of, it's about like a variety of issues. I think both kind of like personal and global, but it's about sort of like seeing your life more clearly, you know, like she's basically like, you know, I used to be the again like the topics kind of change but if if it's like i used to be disrespected i was young i was yeah. uh, not loved and she's like but now i'm grown and like i see everything in 1080p now and it's oh. like very it's just like a kind of like nice growth and like re- yeah. reflective yeah. rap song and uh, it's it's fun yeah oh, very it's cool. a good tune i'll have to check out more of her music because it's right now it's like the only song i know by her huh. um but she's got a cool sound cool very yeah. cool michael Ooh. um so I, I do this thing where I'll add, like if there's a song that hits me, then I'll add it to like my playlist for the year. Um, the last song that I added to my playlist was um, I Want Love by Elton John. Mm. Um, 
I don't know. I never really listened to that song. And now I'm at a point in my life where I'm like thinking about my life and my choices. And like <laughs> that song just caught me at, at a moment of like, oh man, shit. This is that. This is the one with the music video with Robert Downey Jr. And he's like introspective and shit. Whoa. And it's just like, oh shit. Like Elton John wrote this song as a much older dude. And he's like, oh man, I got all this shit. But like, I just want love, man. Yeah. It's like, oh man, he's got this. It, the music video for it is really great. Um, because I believe that's the one with um, Robert Downey Jr. where he's just walking around an empty house, and it's oh, it's just a it's a naked song. It's really nice. really good. You know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. Well, that's some new music that we've been listening to, or at least new to us. Yeah. And um. But now we're here to talk about a song that got you through the past year. So yeah. to do that, Pat and I are going to set the stage a little bit of some things that happened in the past year. Um, there's just a couple current events, you know, over the course of the season, we're sort of, yeah. uh, hopefully giving a breadth of the, the full year that was 2018. But, um, one of the, one of the big news items was the Stormy Daniels, Donald Trump scandal. Oh my God. Yes. So this was for any, it's still like an ongoing scandal. So if anyone's, uh, not caught up to it, basically, um, it's all revolves around Donald Trump having an affair at some point with an actress named Stormy Daniels and paying her hush money. And there's sort of a big debate, I guess, well, from his camp, about whether or not hush money was paid. Uh, I think there's also a debate about whether he even like slept with her and stuff, but that, that part seems like to be pretty well documented. Like they're in public a lot and there's photos of them and yeah. whatnot. But, yeah. But at but this yeah. point, didn't Michael Cohen like hand over signed checks or like he's like something. giving a bunch of stuff but they keep trying to like say that it wasn't for it wasn't hush money God. i think are you telling me that the trump white house God. is lying <laughs> i am <laughs> shocking <laughs> well and i think the whole the big the the biggest maybe part of it that would be i suppose illegal and what they're trying to hinge a case on is that this was in 2016 as he was ramping up his presidential election, you know, bid and that the money in one way or another came from his campaign. I think that's part of what it was because it was like an attempt to silence a story or person that would otherwise maybe not get him elected. Oh, man. <clears throat> this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is I remember like when. He was elected. I was like, this is going to be so bad. And one thing that makes me happy is this is every bit as bad as I thought it would be. Like, yeah, just as bad. Um, yeah, I don't got shit to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Um, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's just it's just bad. Um, and you know what? <laughs> I don't want to say we deserve it, but it's like, you know what? I mean, this is this is what happens <laughs> when, yeah. we, when you put this man in, in charge yeah. of anything. So. Yeah. Let's say uh, that some of us deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of us, <laughs> sure. A, a certain portion of the country probably deserves it. I mean, I sure as hell don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one thing that happened in 2018. Oh, uh, Pat, what is another thing that went down? Something that I was very excited about. Um, the classic BBC sci-fi show, Doctor Who. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> more, this Finally. is more Michaels. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'm <laughs> so excited. Uh, the 13th Doctor is a woman. Oh, uh, God. The man. first time in the series history. Uh, and Jodie Whittaker yeah. is fucking incredible. Oh, man. I'm, I'm halfway through this series, and it's so great. 
it's everything that I wrote fan fiction about. Um, <laughs> like, what if it, Doctor Who dealt with the issues every once in a while? Mm-hmm. What if she met Rosa Parks, though? Right. And it's like, whoa, they did it. <laughs> they, did. Well, they did. And uh, when they announced that she was going to be taking over the role, obviously very excited. She's incredible in Black Mirror and Attack yeah. the Block oh, and Broadchurch. Um, but I started rewatching from when Christopher Eccleston, yeah. his series. And it's good and david tennant is great and matt smith is great but there's like kind of the in-betweens where you know you have an episode where it's just dinosaurs on a spaceship yeah which is fun but <laughs> yeah. not really tackling modern issues yeah um so when they announced that they were going to be doing a rosa parks episode very nervous yeah very nervous and i think it was incredible they're just like they're just starting to like figure out what they can do with this character, I feel. Um, Because time travel, like, that's one of my favorite things in science fiction. It's such a powerful idea. Especially for me, like, as a black person, like, I think about this shit all the time. If I could go back in time, Mm -hmm. like, just just what would I do? It's a lot of power. Um, And she's dealing with, like, a lot more of the, like, do, like, when to intervene and when not to intervene. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, Mm -hmm. that's, like, such a Doctor Who thing. But placing it, like, really focusing on, like, our history as a world, like human events. It's so cool. Um, like, yeah. And it's, it's cool. Like I, I like that, you know, Matt Smith and like all those o- o- other doctors could use like the subtext, um, you know, the subtext of like racial issues and the subtext of like whatever sort of like sexism and shit like that. But like, no, like we got a lady doctor, like <laughs> let's just fucking right. deal with all of it. It was the like, whole damn thing. The like other characters interacting with her and, uh, and assuming yeah. Assuming that Graham, the older white gentleman, yeah, assuming he's the leader, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> no, so he's funny. not the one with yeah. the time time machine, yeah. But but also, I think I relate to Graham the most, yeah, the kind of dorky grandpa. Oh yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, it's great. Uh, Jodie Whittaker's incredible. Oh yeah, that entire cast is incredible. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched Actor Who, just start with this series. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's a fun ensemble. Like it's it's great. Yeah. Cool. You can count me in that pool. Yeah. <laughs> I need to start watching it, I guess. Um, yeah, I've only really watched like a few Tenant episodes here and there. Yeah. Probably because of you. And then... Yeah, definitely. Um, I watched like most of that first season in 2005 when they like re... When they yeah. kind of, yeah. right? I watched most of that. It starts off a very <laughs> kitschy, Yo. corny... Yo. <laughs> that first episode, the fact that evil living mannequins are yep. the bad guy i i oh, love it it's my favorite <laughs> I thing it. i love it so much <laughs> i oh oh boy yeah i feel like i'm that friend for a lot of my friends i'm like yo you gotta watch this show it's so deep and i'll describe the best parts and i'll be like yo watch these mannequins chase this lady <laughs> and it's like this is not the show you described to me <laughs> yeah yeah but and then when it is the show you describe it like really catches you yeah hard. <laughs> oh god you see <sighs> That show has twists that, like, I know are coming because I've seen the episodes and still in tears by the end of an episode. Every fucking episode. It's like, man, okay. And then, boom, third act speech. We, how (laughs) how do you get me to do this every episode? (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, some kind of superpower writing. Mm. Anyway, Jody, you're doing great. Yeah. Keep it up. Mm. Keep it up. Mm. Uh, Michael, what song did you want to chat with us about? Oh, boy. It got you through the past year. Oh, man. Um, so this song, such an important song to me. Um, it's a song called Too Shy by Shura. It's spelled two, the number two, and then shy. One word. Great. 
Um, it's off of her album, Nothing's Real, um, which came out in 2016. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, such a such a good, good album. Cool. Um, well, yeah. let's listen to a clip of it right now. Yes. Taking me so long. Oh, yeah. Ah. Best part. We're dropping right in. Yeah. The hook here. I love the use of claps. Yeah. You have to, like, earn this part, but, like, <laughs> for the purpose of the show, like... Yeah. yeah. There is a... Yeah, there is a build-up. This is over a minute into the song. Oh, God. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Oh. It is a wonderful tune. Best little taste. Mm. You got the hookiest part of the whole thing. Oh, it's the best part. You guys are spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> um, that's incredible. Uh, so what were our first impressions of this song? Um, so... I've never heard of this yeah. artist or this song. Yeah. Um, I will say the first thing that caught me was the album cover. I think it's a beautiful it's album so cover. Pretty. Yeah. Um, and it's a slow song. And yeah. it, like you said, it's about a minute into the song there. And you do have to earn it. And yeah. I like that. Uh, I like I like that it's a sad song, but yeah. it's very glittery. Um, oh, glittery is such a good word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we... I just watched all of Pen15, which is like oh, a show. I gotta watch that show. It's so good, but it's a show about middle school. Yeah. And so I've been thinking a lot about how horrible middle school was. Uh, and I think this really connected to like me as like a teenager just yeah. being too shy to like really, I don't know, like do anything. Uh, yeah. Not do anything, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. like uh, try to be more adventurous with my life. And this yeah. was like a. In, like a nice reflection on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think I first heard this song last year because you recommended this artist to me. Uh, I think we were probably talking about Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes, we were. We were talking about, um, yeah. And most how definitely. we were like waiting for an album to come out and you're like, oh, well you must know Shura then. Yeah. And I didn't. And so I got into this album a little bit and um, yeah, the song rules. It's like mm. totally my shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like recommended to me for a very specific reason, yeah. and I was like, "Yep, this is I'm into it." It's uh, got this like fun poppy '80s like yep. uh, tone to it, and it's just about it's just about you know unrequited Simple. love, like not just not even telling the person necessarily that you're that yeah. into them. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's one of the most relatable things throughout my entire life." Unfortunately, it's so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just immediately was like, "Yes, this is great." Oh God! And then listening oh. to today, uh, today I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." Yeah, my brother. I finally got my brother to listen to this artist, and <laughs> like yesterday, um, <laughs> and that's been uh, that's been a journey. Um, and he listened to. It, he's like, "Yo, I'm, I'm weeping." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's go to the concert." <laughs> <laughs> um, but so so why is this the song that you want to talk about from oh, last God. year? Oh God. Um, so last year I was navigating like a breakup and the breakup had already happened. The breakup happened in like 2017. And then I feel like the aftermath of a breakup is so much longer than the actual like events of it. Mm-hmm. Cause then you're like thinking about you're like, you're thinking about like what you did, what you can do better. Like it's past the point of like, of like anger and all the feelings that you have immediately after a breakup. And it's like, Oh man, this like murky, space um this murky sad space where like everything's sort of overcast and it's the world seems to like open up to you and like everything is a little bit more beautiful but it's also sad at the same time 
And this song is that feeling for me. And it's, it's about um, like, it's what a crush sounds like. Um, <laughs> but with the feeling of a crush, there's that, you know, beautiful feeling of like, oh man, something might happen. And then there's also that doubt. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. this might not go anywhere. And I'm a crazy person. Um, and so, yeah, I think it, it's a very complex feeling. And I think the song is it like captures like the beauty and the sadness at the same time. Um, and yeah, it does go back to that high school place. Um, like even the illustrations of her um, on her album, which you should definitely take a look, um, have that sort of like 1980s, aha, John Hughes mm -hmm. sort of aesthetic. Um, but it's coming from the perspective of someone who's much older, which I really like. Um, and sort of plays with the, the idea that um, there are old feelings that we have from like high school that sort of replay themselves in mm -hmm. adulthood. Um, the feeling of like oh, the unrequited crush and, and things yeah. like that. Um, so I, I like that it's sort of um, it's a it's a like a, I don't want to say immature song, but it's it's a song, yeah, written by an older person about like old feelings. Um, oh God, yeah, yeah. I um. I definitely notice it's like the only time I really feel like an unstable emotional teenager yeah. is right like at the beginning of something where I am it's very ambiguous. Yeah. Um and at the end of something. Yeah. Like relationships specifically. It's like yeah. that's the only time where I'm like, what the fuck? Like yeah. am <laughs> I I'm a stable human almost all of the time. <laughs> and I'm just like unhinged when yep. <laughs> when something's like I'm starting and I don't know if it's gonna work like a crush, yeah. basically, or yeah. a breakup. And like like suddenly you're just fourteen again and there's yeah. like no controlling it. Yeah. And I but I think we like as adults uh we pretend like that's not true we yeah. we act like it's we we're cool with it and it's fine or whatever but we're so not <laughs> um but it is at least for me like that's the thing where i'm like that's what brings me back to being that age yeah yeah very like i can't think of much else that does yeah <laughs> yeah god um but yeah and you're totally right this this song does sound like a crush yeah because i think the music sounds like the nice parts yeah yeah like the yeah. the feelings that are like growing inside of you and all that stuff yeah but then you listen to like her voice and lyrics and you're like oh yeah yeah it's also sad yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah it does have like that hopeful vibe of a john hughes yeah kind of movie but like i guess at the same time uh in those movies movie romances are usually pretty perfect yeah 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 like it's usually <laughs> like you know oh they met in high school and now like they have this perfect story to live out yeah and doesn't address the fact that when we're adults things are hard things are so hard and things things don't wrap up with a nice bow on top like it's yeah. difficult yeah. and that's why like being too shy to tell somebody something is like well yeah you're scared yeah and it's okay to be scared yeah, yeah i like that a lot um the it's okay to be scared and sort of um being more comfortable with those murkier um like that unknown in relationships and i think like for a lot of last year like because i was like all right well i'm not in a relationship so i'm gonna start dating again um like it's like it's unknowns all the fucking time yeah yeah um and it's being comfortable with like ah oh, this might not go anywhere but yeah. yeah were you balancing those new like those new things new relationships with the breakup still at that point like were you so, you know feeling any of like that darkness that's behind you or like the guilt or the oh man i feel like i was whatever. in i was in like i feel like we navigated the breakup 
very well, uh, me and my ex-partner. Like we, we navigated the breakup well. And because we navigated it well, I was in this space of like, okay, um, I think I did this breakup pretty good. So <laughs> I, can, I can go back out there on these streets, yeah. start dating again. I'm good. I'm so good. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm reminding myself all the time that I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And I'm really not. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's why like, you're reminding yourself constantly. <laughs> like, I'm going out on these dates and I'm like, you know what? It might not go anywhere. And I'm fine with it. Yes. Like, yeah. I'm fine with it because there's so much, there's these big monster feelings that I'm still like yeah. in the background of my brain, far in the background. I'm like still navigating and they're still coming for me. Yeah. But right now it's like, okay, let me just deal with this bullshit for a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I was definitely like balancing it. Um, I mean, if you could call, if you could even call it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is something unique about that moment where you're like, oh yeah, this date's not a big deal. And you're saying it to yourself in a way that mo- almost anyone would yeah. just to like, because it's probably not. And also like to try to like take the pressure off. But sometimes you're saying that to yourself because really, you know, you're not ready yet. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, well, if it came to that, I don't even think I would commit oh, because I'm, I'm really still just dealing with another thing. Heartbreak after... A, like a huge breakup is like a mugging after the apocalypse has already happened. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want my money? <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Take it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's worth nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You're like spent. You yeah. Know, at that point. Yeah. That was a good analogy. I'm really proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so how's life treating you in the apocalypse? Uh, <laughs> oh man, is that a real question? <laughs> sure, yeah. why not? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, good, good. I'd say now, uh, like now, things are are good with us and like and me and and stuff like that. Like, um, like the last, I don't know, my breakup. It was like, it was one of those things where it's like with one of my best friends. So like we became really good friends and it's like the harder part wasn't like that we weren't seeing each other anymore. It's like, how are we still going to be friends after yeah. this? And so it's one of those things where it's like, okay, after you experience and go through, it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, don't make it such a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to hurt for a little while, let it hurt. And then like, let the rest of your life happen. Yeah. So, for yeah. Sure. Yeah. I have, uh, I have an ex from years ago that like, we just, we had to go through a period, I think where, we just didn't talk for three months. Yeah. And it wasn't like stated that we would do that. Yeah. Uh, Once you state it, you're going to. It gonna... sort of was like, <laughs> yeah. It, there was like a little bit of like a blow up of like, okay, let's like, I can't. It was like, there was like a, I can't talk to you right now moment, I think coming from me at some point. And it, that rolled into like two or three months. Yeah. And I was away for a lot of that. This was like post-college. Yeah. And I got back and we just picked up and life has been normal and we've been yeah. friends since then. Yeah. And that was, I don't know, 10 or 12 years ago wow, or something yeah. like that. You know, like, it's like, cool. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have friendships like that. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's this thing in, in the culture where like you have to hate your ex. And it's like, oh, well, things are shitty now. And it's like, no, it's like, it's uncomfortable and it hurts. But like, you don't have to have, it doesn't have to be a negative thing where like you say, well, fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, um, like people care about each other and the world is a big scare. We were just talking about like Storm Daniels and all this yeah, shit, yeah. like scary shit's happening, <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. 
Um, and it's like, oh man, the person that like I talked to during the like when Trump was elected, like I kind of want to know that person who comforted me <laughs> for right, a while, right. you know? Um, yeah, because yeah, I think there are plenty of people who don't want to talk to their exes, have no interest in like being yeah. friends with them, or whatever. And I bet for a lot of people, like that's a good strategy yeah. because it's triggering or just like it yeah. was a toxic or bad relationship right. or whatever, you know. Um, but there are plenty of times where you're like, hey, if you guys got along the whole time and yeah. you just didn't love each other or one of you didn't love it or life took you in different directions. And yeah. Like there's, there's all these other reasons people break up other than it being a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah. We're not working. Yeah. Um, that it's like, yeah, you can do the work to stay close. Yeah. Uh, do, what, what, like, would you have advice for people that would maybe like are in that Ooh. situation, you know, where they're like, okay, well I got out of this thing. It shouldn't be a nightmare. How can we kind of like, how can we do that work to be friends again? Oh man. Um, yeah, for me, um, um, I'd say like, I, I spoke to a lot of people. Um, I vented a lot mm -hmm. and in some cases it helped in other cases it didn't help. Um, and I was taking people's advice and like going against other people's advice. And I had a lot of other people's voices in my head that at the end of the day, like, when I listen to like, oh, I give a shit about this person and I know, and I'm confident this person gives a shit about me. Like the kindest thing that you can do is just go in different directions for a little bit of time. And like, I don't know. I like after, um, I feel like it's different for everyone. I feel like there's no, there's no advice I could possibly give. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but someone is going to, someone's going to have close yeah. to your brain or yeah. close to your heart, you know, and you might help somebody out there. Yeah. Well, you know what, for that one, for that one person <laughs> that might be out there, it, uh, for me, like after everything had ended, cause it was like a big one. Like I had to, we moved and shit like that. Like I had to be like, all right, like what can I do for me? Like, what's the best thing that I can do for me right now without even thinking about this other person? Because the, the big, like the biggest thing toward the end of that relationship is like, all right, like, yes, the thing that it didn't work out between us, but I felt like I've been letting myself down. Like when you're in a relationship that should have ended, it's like you're trying to hold on to this, this fantasy. Um, and, and there's, it's something else. There's something else that you're trying to get at in mm -hmm. this relationship. And it's, happiness or validation or you know what have you and it's like you can get all that shit on your own so for me it was important to be like all right like this relationship ended it was a lot of work i'm not gonna be i'm not i'm just gonna be me right now mm. just to like reset um so I, I think like giving yourself that time to like really reset and feel all of your feelings without any other like voices telling you like oh, this is what you should feel or this is what you should navigate. It's like, no, the truest thing is going to come from within. Like, feel your fucking feelings. Know that some of them are fucking histrionic and you just have to deal with them and navigate them until you reset. And then once you reset, like, I don't know, once I started hitting the streets, um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Um, I mean, it helped to like date again and like mm -hmm. just be out there and, and meet new people and realize like, oh shit, like there's like... When I think about a relationship, I think about like rivers of, of time that sort of like split into all these like parallel universes. And so when a, when a relationship dies, 
I, in my head, I see the visual of like these rivers of time die and it feels, <laughs> it feels truly apocalyptic to me. Um, and so like once that sort of, once like, I guess the, the main river, which is just me, you know, once that healed, it's like, okay, cool. There's all these other possibilities that can still happen. Um, you know, after, you know, these futures have died, mm -hmm. there's so many other ones that can be born. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you say for you, like it was to be you, yeah. is that, is that, um, shorthand for feel all of those feelings yeah. or is that also kind of partnered with like, yeah, I don't know, uh, embracing parts of yourself that maybe you haven't been doing. Like oh, some people absolutely. maybe say that to be like, oh, I had stopped reading oh, while yeah. I was in a relationship. So it's, I went back to reading. You know, it's, I'm just, it's both of those both, things. Yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah, feel those feelings, the feelings that we don't allow ourselves to feel a lot of the time or being like when you're trying to like hold on to something, you start to lie to yourself. And mm -hmm. that's something that like, that's the worst thing you can do. Um, Cause then you lie to other people. You, you, you start uh, cultivating this habit of just dishonesty and like saying you're fine when you're, when you're fucking pissed or like, yeah, like shit's not helpful. Mm -hmm. um, Cause then you don't know how to like navigate conflict. Um, and so for me, I was like, I gotta feel these feelings. Like, Oh man, I'm fucking sad. And like, no, nah, tonight I'm not going to go out and drink about it and like party with like, I'm going to like be sad. And know that this is a passing feeling and that there are other people I can talk to about it, like, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of it is like, yeah, there's so much shit to do. Like, I love going to movies by myself. Like, mm -hmm. I, I like my movie, like my movie seeing has like increased so much. <laughs> um, like I have canceled dates to see movies by myself. Since that is, that's that's the, traumatic. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's like good. Yeah. 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 Good job. Yeah. Well, uh, well not, no, I mean, not with people, not like scheduled. Yeah. Dates, yeah but yeah. like, I've, I'm like, no, like, what are you doing tonight? I'm seeing a movie. Right. Right. By yeah. myself. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is really important because holding on to things and not talking about them. Yes. Is, such a devastating thing to do to yourself and yeah because like, i've done that and yeah. it just boils up inside you and it's not healthy at yeah. all and um i'm sorry to do this but we just watched a doctor who episode this morning <laughs> where one of the characters uh was in a relationship with the companion yeah uh gets turned into a cyberman who don't oh feel any emotion oh. and wanted to basically be put out of their misery by removing their emotions. Oh God. And the quote that the doctor said was the only thing that's keeping you human is your, what you're feeling and pain is a gift. And I think, God, I love that. And yo, I love that. Yeah. Oh. It's, and like pain is I, a gift. I was just thinking about this shit the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause like it's there for a reason. Oh man. I'm like, I don't learn unless it hurts sometimes, you know? <laughs> well, and that's, I think that's a thing that people don't talk about openly enough yeah. is that, yeah, sometimes like you're saying, things are hard and they suck and you have to live with that. And by avoiding it, you're not doing yourself any favors. Yeah. 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 So right. to cancel, to cancel events or plans to go see a movie by yourself do it yeah <laughs> do it that's great you're also um you also journal a good amount yeah i do journal i journal all the time what yeah. does that do for you 
Oh man, uh, I've been journaling since like before I could actually write. Um, and I think there was just so my mom could like see what was going on in my head because I was like a very mm. quiet child who like didn't talk. And so mm. she's like, yo, look, here's this book. Like, do you want to like scribble for a little bit? Um, I, I think for me, like, I don't, uh, like I've been to therapy um, and I've been like in and out. Um, but like the most consistent thing I do to like check out where I am is, is right. Cause then I don't edit myself. I can check back the next day and like, be like, what the fuck did I just, what? Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I get, it's a place for me to be completely honest with myself and see like, oh shit. Like, huh. Oh, I can like read my denial. <laughs> you know, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's good to be able to be like, oh man, like I can check my notes and be like, all right. Not doing so hot. <laughs> I need to go outside this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's like that's the other thing. It's, you know, we don't tend to talk to each other necessarily enough about the tough stuff. But we also, I think, often just, like, don't talk to ourselves yeah. enough about that crap, you know? Yeah. Having, having some kind of device to really be able to check in, whatever that is for a person, yeah. is great. Yeah, it's it's something I, I recommend everybody does. Because then, like, once you're, like, 10 years away from a journal, um, like, I'll go back to, like, my high school journals and be like, damn. Like, I'll see shit that, like, recurs. And it's good to mm-hmm. see, like, what parts of me are truly me. It's like, oh, man, I read this ex- I write this same exact sentence every year. Like, the, <laughs> yeah, it's cool yeah. to be able to see, like, that consistency, but also see parts where, like, there are definite shifts and change and it's just good to be able to see, to be able to know, like, I don't know, to like really know who you are. Like that, that's important because, I mean, we don't live in a romantic comedy universe where people are constantly reminding you, like, you're this kind of guy. Like, we got to do that for ourselves. So yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, would you share with us a setback of the past year? Oh boy. Uh, so <laughs> just anyone. One came up, came to mind. Um, I do this podcast with. Um, uh, my my friends up in the Bronx and it takes forever to get out in the Bronx, but it's this um, like Dungeons and Dragons narrative podcast and it's so much fun and it's been so helpful because it's it's something I do with like a lot of my friends from college. Like we don't always get to see each other. So like that time is like precious. We put that like it's four hours where we just like have fun. Um, and it was like right when we were starting to like really figure out what our process was. Um, and I was like, I the night before I had gone out to a party and I had met someone there and I had a, a one night like just like a dumb one night stand it was so dumb and I, <laughs> we were so drunk I was like I don't know I mean it's St. Patrick's Day uh, Irish <laughs> person like hardcore <laughs> like I couldn't hang. I just could not hang. <laughs> Thank you for not holding back just oh, because man. it's St. Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was a night. And uh, next day, I was so hungover. Um, I was like two hours late for this podcast up in the Bronx. So I had to get there. We were so late. Um, by the time we got there, we, we couldn't even really do a campaign. And it was the first time I had like ever done anything like that. Where I was like, oh, shit. Mm. I let my friends down. <laughs> And like around this time, I was like, oh God, I was like in between apartments. So I had all my shit in my ex's apartment. I was looking for a new apartment. I was sleeping on my parents' couch. Um, like I remember like the moment I, I realized, I was like, is this, this is not rock bottom. Cause rock bottom could be way worse. <laughs> but like, I remember just like 
having my dad like move my boxes and my my bag of clothes, like my five outfits that I had been rotating and washing. And like we just sat down and had an honest beer, and he's like, "Damn, man." <laughs> You're not doing so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then after like letting my friends down for this thing that we scheduled like way in advance, like my friend was pissed. He was upset. He's like, yo, man, like what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm worried about you. And like, I hadn't even admitted to myself that I was like truly sad because I was like, I'm doing fine. I'm hitting these streets. I'm out here. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm like sad and drunk <laughs> and hung over. And like, he let me take a nap in his apartment, like after ruining his day. And I was just like, shit, uh, I got to get my shit together right now, like for me, because like I, I'm going to be completely useless as a person if I'm just like, if I'm ignoring the fact that I'm like sad, if I'm, if I'm yeah. ignoring the fact that I'm bummed. Yeah. And I don't think I had been journaling at that time Ooh. either. So okay. yeah, go. whenever I don't go to, I have to, I like, I'm trying to be like, Journal every two days, at least. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, the longer I go, the less, the more chaotic I feel. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to do that. Yeah. Would you uh, share a step forward you took in the last year with us? Oh, boy. Step forward. Um, So, like, there's the minor shit about, like, all right, like, let me admit that I'm I'm sad. Like, those emotional steps. But one thing that was big for me was, like, um, I don't know. <laughs> I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp and... Paul Rudd was in good shape and everyone knows this about me, but like, I love Paul Rudd. Um, I think he's great. And I love that he's in crazy good shape and no one expects him to be. And so I started like working out and I got in like moderately good shape and I was like, Oh shit, this is a big, this is a big thing for me. This is like a very big deal. Cause it's, it's something that like, I don't really identify with. Mm -hmm. um, like I am not a gym person. I'm afraid of gym people. And I'm afraid of going to the gym. So I bought all the gym stuff and just put it in my apartment. And I was like, I'm going to treat my home like a gym. I'm just going to do the whole thing in my own space for me, period. And that was like really helpful to just have something where it's like, okay, cool. This is something I can work on. And if I can work on this, there's a lot of other things that I can work on too. And it's it's just about um, like cultivating uh, willpower that I could apply to like, yeah, like my own health, but then other things like creative projects, relationships, like when shit gets hard, knowing mm -hmm. like, okay, if I can get through this, then I can get through other things. So that was something that was like, I'd say really important for me. And also uh, something that got me to listen to like different types of music and music that I'm probably embarrassed to listen to, like more <laughs> honestly, just cause it's like, all right, well I need something to pump me up. Yeah. I'm going to put on some fucking arena rock right now. Nice. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, shit works. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Well, yeah. thanks for sharing your past year with us. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Where can people see you? Oh, and, boy. Uh, and or keep up to date with what's going on with you. Oh, man. So um, uh, see me. Okay. So I'm on a sketch team called Gary from HR at the Magnet Theater. We perform uh, one Monday every month. Um, so there's that. I'm on a really fun uh, improv team that gets some, some traction. I'm on a couple of teams. Mm -hmm. uh, there's FAM. Um, uh, and then there's, uh, Gar uh, not Gary from HR, that's what I was guessing. <laughs> uh, there's good at sports. Um, oh man. But I'd say if you want to know what's going on, um, follow me on Instagram, Saint, the word, whole word Saint underscore evens. That's where I'll put up all the stuff that I'm doing so you can know about it. 
That's beautiful. Perfect. Yes. Give the man a follow. Uh, um, give me a follow. Yeah. Thank you. You can follow <laughs> this show on mm. Instagram as well and Twitter at Repeater Show. Um, you can also check out our website, repeater.show. Everything's mm. on there. And you can follow me at, at eblarden on both of those platforms. And you can follow me at Pat Cartelli on every platform. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you like this episode, please subscribe. Please tell a friend about it, mm. uh, especially if they're like a big Doctor Who fan or something. Tell them. Yes, please. Tell them. Um, or actually tell a friend who's not a Doctor Who fan about this episode so yeah. they'll be convinced to watch <laughs> Doctor Who. You should really Who. watch Doctor Who. Um, it's so I good. mean, but those Whovians are loyal. Like, once they yeah. start listening to this shit... They're yeah, gonna yeah. be on it. Yeah. Um, also, tell your friends who are out of touch with their feelings to listen to this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to subscribe to this show. They might also be Hoovians. Yeah, they probably. <laughs> good, yeah, there's some overlap there. Um, uh, and if you could rate and review this uh, on Apple Podcasts, that's always really appreciated. Um, mm. If you leave a five star rating, we will read it on the show. Oh How my god, really? Yeah. yeah. You can write whatever you want. Um, that's not true. If it's hateful, we'll be nice. Oh my god. But you know, write something be a cool. Good person. Be a good person. And um, we'll read it, we'll read it on the show if you leave a five star yeah. review, which is pretty cool. Um, tell me your favorite Doctor Who episode. Oh, please. Yes. If you leave a review and tell us your favorite Doctor Who episode, that'll that'll get read. And that's so fun and so nice. You can be podcast famous. Ooh. Podcast famous, exactly. <laughs> um, but otherwise. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Michael, thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for, for joining us. This is fun. Of course. Uh, and everyone out there, until next time. Oh, hit repeat. Repeater is hosted by Evan Ford Barden and Patrick Cartelli. This episode was recorded at Magnet Training Center in New York City, where they offer classes in improv, musical improv, sketch writing, storytelling, and more. Find out more at magnettheater.com. Visit us online at repeater.show for live dates, hot music tips, and show archives. Theme music by the Sun Lions. Everything else by Love Nest Productions. Welcome to Repeater. To sit in solemn silence in a dull, dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock, awaiting the sensation of a short, sharp, sharp, short, sharp shock from a chippy, chippy chopper on a big black block. Killed it. Cool.